Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Key. If you're looking to manifest a life you don't need a vacation from, then you came to the right place. I quit my nine to five job to stay home with my kids while building a thriving business. Now as a best-selling author, app creator, and three times podcaster, I am here to teach you how to do the same. If you want to join my inner tribe, head over to the Manifest It Now app. And now let's dive in to the podcast where I'm going to give you my best manifestation hacks and tips so that you can manifest a life full of abundance, freedom, and fulfillment. All right, you guys, today is the last and final day to get into Digital CEO. The doors are closing tomorrow, August 1st. This is my six-week program where I teach you how to take that thing that you're passionate about, that you love doing, the knowledge that you have, and monetize it with your own app. So we go over everything you could think of. We go over how to market, how to launch, how to make subliminals, how to make videos, how to use AI, like all that good stuff. And today's your last day to get in. So if you've been thinking about it, uh, now would be the time to sign up. Let me know if you have any questions. You could always message me at Law of Attraction Tribe on Instagram. And we're going to dive in to today's episode. So this one is all about emotional regulation, regulating your nervous system, and how to handle a spouse, a friend, a coworker, someone that is unavoidable in your life, that is angry, negative, complaining, depressing, like just dragging you down. Okay, so I'm sure we've all dealt with this in some way, shape, or form before, and you might be dealing with it right now. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because I witnessed this all kind of unfold right in front of me this week, and I learned a lot from the experience, so I'm going to share it with you guys. So we took, I took my daughter and her friend to a water park at Disney. And while we were at the water park, one of the things that they have there is like this amazing lazy river, which I love lazy rivers, but this one was like mega, super fantastic. And we were just having a blast floating along. And it was not very relaxing because first we had this like, drunk old guy that kept bumping into us and he was hilarious though he did make us laugh um but then a little bit later there was a family there was a husband a wife and four kids like young kids I would say maybe the oldest was six or seven and then the youngest was like a little baby well we're floating along just you know relaxing and all of a sudden we hear the guy who was a very intimidating looking guy. Um, I I don't even really know how to describe him, but he was just like a bigger built guy. 
um one of those people where you know like their face will turn beet red and you could just like they have a temper like that type of guy and all of a sudden I just hear him start like yelling like so loud just screaming like hey hey you and he's like screaming and the way he was yelling it like I fully expected oh my god there is gonna be a fist fight at Disney like in front of my kids what the heck is going on here it was that type of a like panicked you know like oh my god something really bad's about to happen and he jumps off his float and he's like running down this lazy river like yelling at the top of his lungs And I mean, I'm looking around like everyone is looking around at like, what is going on? Like he's about to go kick someone's ass. And lo and behold, it was his little boy that looked maybe like he was three or four that had jumped off his float and was like going down the lazy river or whatever. And so as this is, this is like all happening super fast. And when I realize it's his son, I kind of like look over at the mom, kind of panicked, like, oh my God, what's happening? And the mom just like smiled and she just laughed and she like was with her, her three girls and she's like, "Uh oh, someone's in trouble. Uh oh, someone wasn't supposed to get off his float. And she was just like being super calm and kind of like, downplaying it which at first I was like what the hell like why isn't she doing something like what the heck is this guy like abusive and like all these thoughts are running through my mind and she just was so good about like staying calm and like smiling and making sure that like the rest of the kids aren't you know crying or panicked and just kind of was like oh he got off his float we're not supposed to get off our float like now he's in trouble and kind of doing that. And so the dad like grabs the kid and like puts him in his float and is like, you know, you better not get out of the float again. Like, I'm sick of this. Like, I've been chasing after you all day, blah, blah, blah. Just like totally like fuming. And the whole time I'm like watching these people and I'm watching this little boy and this little boy now is in his float and he's just looking down and it was like the saddest thing ever. This poor kid was just crushed, just absolutely crushed, didn't say a word and was just sitting in this float looking down and it like ruined his whole little Disney trip to the water park. And all I wanted to do was go and like pick up this kid and give him a big hug. And it's just like, I guess knowing um, what I know about the subconscious mind, it's just like, oh my God, like this is this is going to be a memory that's like ingrained in him. And, um, you know, is this where those those beliefs, those core beliefs are going to start developing that like I'm a bad kid and like I'm the troublemaker and all these things are just going through my mind and all I wanted to do was just go and pick up this kid and like hold him and just tell him like it's okay, you know, and it was just it was heartbreaking to watch. And about, I don't know, like five to 10 minutes later, when the dad had calmed down, the mom um, gets out of her float and she was holding the baby and she like walks over the dad and she has like a big smile on her face and she just like walks over to him and she just like looks at him and, and he and she's smiling and he's like, 
what? Like, what are you smiling at? And then he starts to kind of like giggle because she's just grinning from ear to ear. And she like hands him the baby and she's like, the baby wants to go by daddy. And like, and he's like, oh, like my baby. And then it was just like, it's hard to explain, but she like totally diffused the situation and she held herself together in a way that I never could because, oh my gosh, like I would have gone off on this guy if I was her. But to her credit, like, what was she going to do? She had a baby in her lap. She had two young ones she had to watch while he was going to get the son. And had she yelled at the husband or said, like, what are you doing? You're causing a scene. You're embarrassing me. She knew, like, that wasn't the time. Like, he was very heated. And if she would have said anything, like, I just think the whole thing would have escalated. They probably would have left the park. Who knows? Um, But instead, she chose to just smile, the whole time smile. And I'm sure in her mind, she was humiliated and thinking, like, what the hell? And I'm sure there was probably – she was probably waiting until they got back to the hotel and the kids were asleep or whatever – to lay into her husband on why he acted that way, hopefully. Like, hopefully it wasn't an abusive situation or anything like that. But I don't think it was, like, after I was watching them for a while, like a freaking stalker. Um, But anyhow, she totally diffuses the situation. And then she does. She goes over to her son and she just wrapped her arms around him. And she just kept telling him, like, you know, that that scared mommy and daddy because there's all of these rafts and we are so worried if you get out of your raft that you're going to get caught under a raft and it just really was scary for us and that's why we yelled and she just kind of explained it but like made eye contact with him came down his level and just like embraced him and it was just like the sweetest thing and she completely like that kid went from looking just totally destroyed to being comforted by his mom And then, you know, she was like, you know, I know it must be so hard to sit still in this raft when there's all these fun things to do. What do you want to do? Do you think we should get off the lazy lazy river and go do something? And he said, yeah, I want to go on a water slide. And she said, I think that's a great idea. She's like, okay, everyone, get off at the next exit. We're going to the water slide. And the kid like beamed and he was so happy. And it was like I wanted to just – congratulate her because she just handled the whole situation just so well and like it ended up happy everyone was smiling by the time they got out and I don't think she could have handled it in any better way and like the guy's a total jerk and I'm not gonna say that that's excused in any way but it like it taught me a lesson of like okay, I would have flipped out on that guy and I probably would have started yelling at him and then what would, what would happen? The kids all start crying then. They see their parents fighting. Then it escalates. Then the whole day's ruined. You know what I mean? And it's like sometimes you got to take a step back and just look at like, what is the outcome that I want here? And is this the appropriate time to handle this situation? Or do we make the best of things and then handle it later when everyone, when calmer heads prevail, like they say. So it kind of like just reminded me that we don't have a choice in how other people act, but we do have a choice in how we respond. And how we respond can make or break our day and make or break our life, really. You know, I mean, if you are just riding the emotions of everyone else, which is what 
would have happened if she would have gotten angry because he was angry and then they're all angry and then everyone's yelling and everyone's crying and everyone's upset, that's going to be a pretty negative outcome. But instead, she chose, okay, what's the outcome I want? I want everyone to be happy. I want my kids to have a fun, memorable vacation. And she handled it in just like such an amazing way. And it just like reminded me of like we are the ones that have control over the way we react, over regulating our emotions and regulating our nervous system. And one of my favorite, like new favorite ways of doing this is through tapping. Tapping really helps you regulate your nervous system. It's tapping like your physical body. It's something tangible that you can do to calm yourself down in a very short amount of time. And every time I do tapping with people, they could start out at like a 10 out of 10 in terms of how anxious they feel. And by the end of a few minutes of tapping, they don't feel anxious at all. They feel great. They feel calm. Like that is the power of this. Um, Something that my doctor taught me back when I was having panic attacks was the 478 breathing where you breathe in through your nose for four, you hold it for seven, and then you exhale uh, for eight. And you just keep repeating that until you calm down. So like both are ways that we kind of uh, calm and regulate our nervous system, which helps us regulate the emotion that we're feeling and leaves us feeling really good. And those are like two super quick things you can do when you're in these situations where your external circumstances might be really negative and might make you anxious or angry or whatever and how you can take back control of that situation and not let the jerk in the room ruin your day, ruin your vacation, ruin your mindset and how you feel and instead take back control of the situation, the energy in the room, the feelings and emotions within yourself and you can influence in a positive way versus letting the negative energy in the room like suck every every bit of energy out of the room. You know what I mean? So um, it made me think of a friend that I had whose husband would go through these like episodes where he would get super, super depressed. And it was like a recurring thing. It was a pattern. And for a really long time, it would affect her where like she would get down and she would be frustrated. And and then finally, one day she was like, you know what? You're a grown adult. You know this is a pattern. You go on medication and then you think you're fine and you go off of it. And then you go on these like depressed, you know, binges basically. And you're an adult. Like, figure it out. I'm here to support you, but you need to listen to your doctors and you need to stay on your medication and control your depression. And I'm not going to let it affect me anymore. And so she just kind of took that approach and thought, you know what? He can lay in bed all day and be depressed, but I am going to be positive and have a great day with my kids. And I am going to be the one that sets the tone in the house. And he is no longer going to set this tone of depression. I am going to set the tone of positive energy and happiness. And, you know, I have that control. I can do that. I don't have to 
let his energy dominate the way that I feel. And, you know, by doing that, it really helped not only her like maintain positive energy in her kids, but it helped her husband come around and kind of realize like, I don't want to feel like this. Like I want to join you guys and have fun and do all the things that you're doing. And so again, it's like we're always going to deal with circumstances where we have someone or something in our life that is negative, that sucks, that doesn't feel good, but we have a choice on if we're going to allow it to control us or if we're going to take back control of our feelings and our energy and be the one that sets the tone positive um, and makes that positive influence in the room versus the negative person sucking all the energy out of the room. So I just wanted to share that with everyone because it was a great reminder for me and I hope it's a little reminder for you, especially if you're experiencing that right now, that just because you're in that type of a situation doesn't mean you have to let it affect you and you can use these tools like tapping, like breath work to calm your nervous system. And when you do that, it's going to help you regulate those feelings and gain back control of the way you feel instead of letting some jerk control that. Now, I have added tapping into the Manifest It Now app. So if you go to the meditation and hypnosis section, I added a tapping section. And I'm going to continue adding tapping videos to those on all different topics. But like I said, it really does work. I didn't like it at first, but now that I've given it a try, it's pretty miraculous how quickly it can shift your mood. So if you're in a situation like that, um, really give it a try. It's something you could do in a few minutes while you're in your car before you walk into work in the morning. You could even go in the bathroom and do it. Like It's something really quick and really effective at gaining back control of your emotions and your mood. And then maybe you can set the tone in your office or at your house in the way that, you know, everyone responds and make it a little more positive and joyful and comforting. So I hope that that helps and I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want more in between these podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my Apple podcast, Manifested It. You can find that in Apple Podcasts and it has all of my bonus interviews, guided visualizations, subliminals, meditations, all that good stuff. Or you can download the Manifest It Now app where I put everything, all of my interviews, tools, everything I've used to manifest a life I don't need a vacation from. You can find that wherever you get your apps in Google Play or the Apple App Store. And you can join the Inner Tribe Manifesting Community, which is inside the app as well. If you want to up-level with a group of women who are there to support you, cheer you on, give you guidance, and up-level your vibe. And if you love this episode, the best thing you can do to support the podcast is share it. Share it with a friend. Share it on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Law of Attraction Tribe so I can share it back on my story as well. I love connecting with you guys and putting a face to all the listeners out there. So come connect with me over on Instagram and let's start a conversation. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next time.